Welcome to TV7 Israel's podcast. We invite you to listen and share our latest content from Israel and the region. Shalom and welcome to yet another episode of TV7's Times Observer. Joining me for today's program, this time from the studio, is my dear friend and brother in Christ, Amir Tzalfat. Amir, good to have you back. Thank you, Jonathan. It's good to be here in Jerusalem. Indeed. And how about we start today's conversation yes. with prayer and lifting uh, our eyes to the Lord and, and praising Him and mm-hmm. asking Him to be part of yes. the conversation. So how about you open? Father, we thank you so much that you are the beginning and the end, the Alpha and the Omega, the Aleph and the Tav. You know everything and you want your children to know you, to be like you and to uh, get closer to you. Father, we ask that this broadcast today, this program will yet not only uh, inform people on current events and uh, the things that are uh, happening around us, but will be a great source of encouragement and hope for the believers today, and maybe even warning and and, uh, and a source of uh, trying to get the attention of those who still don't know you. I thank you and I bless you, and uh, we give you all the glory and praise in the name of the Holy One of Israel, Yeshua, HaMashiach. Amen. Amen amen. Amir, uh, we tend to meet every time, and every time there's more and more topics, challenges to speak about, yes. uh, and this is an understatement, but as we look at this world, and, and for the most part, we're looking and focusing on... on Every area of operation, so to speak, the, the AORs, they call that in military terms. And from a biblical perspective, we have a certain framing of this is going to happen in this area is where the invasion is going to occur. This is when I'm going to show my glory and provide salvation and then the picture is just phenomenal to behold. Um, but it, it really zooms out. It, it provides, okay, we're talking about one country in North Africa, one country in Southeast Africa, one country from the East and one from the North. And zooming out and out and out on the spiritual level, as well as on the physical level, demands us also to discuss one phrase, and it's called great power competition. The three main powers today in the world, technically more two main powers, three military powers or two and a half military powers, is the United States from the West, the European Union, of course, or Europe as a continent uh, serving as an economic power, quote unquote. To the East, we have the greatest uh, power in the East is China, of course, with the fastest growing military and economy in the world at this stage. And then to the north, we have a great military power, not economically so, but Russia, of course. All of this plays out and everybody is aware to a certain degree of the the challenges presented in this equation. 
But what does the Bible tell us about this, and what should we focus mm -hmm. on from a biblical perspective? Yeah, well, I think the, uh, right now everybody likes to call America the, the leader of the free world and the world only superpower. That's how they call it. And China, of course, wants to replace America. Russia wants to be the dominant fig, uh, you know, uh, power in the whole region. But I think that what we see from scriptures and what we also see from organizations such, such as the World Economic Forum and others uh, is that there is a tendency to bring Amer to shrink America's role to a point where America won't be anymore the world superpower. It will be just like any other country around. And I, I'm not the one who says that. Uh, you know, their own publications and videos are saying that this is a, a concentrated effort. Their, uh, you know, the globalization effort is not to rely anymore on a currency of one country such as the U.S. dollar and not to rely anymore on a certain um, office of a certain leader of one country such as the White House in the United States. And I see that biblically. I see that because, you know, Jonathan, Israel considers America as the only or the major ally uh, militarily, politically, fi financially. In Hebrew, we call it, uh, at least on military terms, it's called uh, it's We lean on them strategically. Strategic um, uh, cushion, if yes. you will. Correct. And, but, and so you, would, you agree with me that, uh, um, let's say, the former president of the United States had shown such a great uh, uh, support that if there was any, any, attack from uh, the north or the east on Israel, America would physically, with boots on the ground, be here to, to help us. This current administration, together with all the globalists that are all across Europe, um, uh, they are determined to stay away, shy away from the Middle East in general and from Israel in particular, because the agenda is completely different. And I see that in the Bible when that Ezekiel war is going to happen, America is not going to be there. Actually, no country is going to come and help Israel. Every country that is coming against the invasion is just protesting. That's all. And I will even go beyond that to say that even Israel won't be able to help itself. Mm -hmm. That invasion will be so bad that unless God is inter intervening and, and is doing what he is supposed to do, we wouldn't be standing. And that's, of course, what, uh, what we, uh, we were looking into reading today. Uh, because, look, and this is why this program, we discussed that earlier, it's, it should be such a source of hope and, and, encouragement. and encouragement to people. God is in full control. You know, we can sit here and talk forever about news and strategic things and and uh, powers in the region, but God has the last final word. You know what, when, uh, I'd like to share with our viewers, um, when we started speaking today, we were like, okay, are we going to open with this psalm or that psalm? Or, and, you know, it, it really, letting the God guide us and, and um, move forward, in accordance with his will and not our own mm -hmm. is what we seek to to do but encouragement is 
a key ingredient at this yes. stage, which we want to really say, okay, this is a reality that is frightening. You know what? As people who have been to war, who have experienced battle on the ground, who've seen uh, the white in the, uh, the uh, face of the enemy or the eye of the enemy, still we, we look at this and, and there's always a fear there. But for a soldier, and just taking uh, like a parable, if you will, a soldier who is in combat sheds away all his personal thoughts, all his fears, and trusts his training. Trusts that what he was taught in those months over months of combat training, that they will help him stay alive on the one hand, help him keep his friends alive on the other, and complete the tasks of the mission. And as such, it is faith in something that you have maybe doubts in or, or you might be uh, something somewhat skeptical, but it doesn't change the reality that this was completely thought over yeah. and orchestrated in yeah. such a way that you will be able to fulfill your mission to the best of your ability while ultimately mm. coming back home safely. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's very, it's, it, I, I guess people have a hard time understanding the God component in this whole picture because God is, uh, uh, he's outside of time. He's above mm. time. So God knows what's going to happen not because he's guessing, it's because he knows what we cannot know. I, I am not a fortune teller, nor do I want to be one. And in fact, don't even trust anyone that says he is. But God knows everything. Mm. And for God, by his grace, to give us a report of what is going to happen. And why is he giving that to us? So we will be prepared and not scared. And so we will know what he is going to spare us from as believers. Isn't that amazing to Amen. know where the world is going and where we are going? And this is why Colossians chapter 3 says, if indeed you were raised with Christ, then seek those things which that are above and not those that are, are, are here on earth. Those things where, where Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father. In other words, let's concentrate on the things that we know are promised to us because the thing, if you, if you take your eyes from him and only look at the things around you, it's just like Peter when he took his eyes off Jesus and started looking at, he started sinking. He started sinking. We will always sink. And, and that's, that's why it's so important that we will not get scared and, 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 and overwhelmed with world events. And the only way for us to not be scared and overwhelmed is if we stick to the scriptures and if we let the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, to give us that comfort we need in these times. So That's, prayer, yeah. reading the scriptures, studying the Word of God, and understanding the times and the seasons in which we live. Amen. You know, it's getting into the mindset of, Lord, I want to walk with you. And I want you to lead me, guide me as I am, because we're not perfect. We have plenty of challenges and concerns, and uh, some people have challenges with uh, how are, am I going to fulfill this month uh, food-wise? Or uh, if we're looking at what's happening in Lebanon, oh, I mean, terrible. 
these people are hopeless, quite literally so, waiting for the next war to happen any moment now. Mm. They go to get gas and they're shot in the streets. So we need to keep that in mind that our Lord and Savior, he lives and he is taking care of us. All we need to do is trust him. Yeah. And it's not about the riches of this world. No. I don't believe that one bit. I believe that it has to do with the riches of heaven, and that is being in God's presence. Mm-hmm. And wanting to be there is uh, the ultimate desire. However, mm-hmm. there's so many promises that the Lord has granted us to encourage us. And as you say, we're observing the times from a spectator seat with spectator a guideline. Seat that received already the, the program of the play and he knows what's at the very end. There you go. <laughs> so we, know the, we know the actors. We know the entire scene. We know the end of the act, of the play, of the show. And we know that we have a wonderful promise to be exempt from the judgment that is going to come Amen. upon this world, which is the promise. You see, mm-hmm. there's a lot of promises in the scriptures. The promise for joy, promise for peace, promise for being now friends of God, promise for being called the sons of God. There's so many promises that are related to our status today. Mm. But oftentimes the things that is being completely ignored is the promise of him coming to soon take us out of here, which is the promise that gives us so much hope that when we see those things in Lebanon and in Syria and in Iraq and in Iran, the things that surround us, we know as, as, as everything looks like it's coming, tumbling down and things look helpless, we have our hope. Mm-hmm. Our hope, as a young boy, I grew up without a family. I mean, without my own parents. My, to escape from all that I had around me, I was dreaming, they dreaming on becoming an ambassador of Israel, mm. representing my country everywhere. And I remember I stumbled upon this verse that says that we are the ambassadors of Christ. Mm-hmm. And after I got saved, I realized ambassadors always are being called home before a war is waged. Mm. And when God will wage war on this world, as, and we know according to Revelation 12, there is going to be one, he will first call the ambassadors back home. Mm-hmm. And we are citizens of the heavenlies. So as ambassadors of Christ, we do know our true identity, our true nationality. And the fact that we're still here, it's because we are the ambassadors. We are to represent him here. Mm-hmm. But when time comes, he will t- call us home as he's about to wage that war. Amazing. <laughs> Psalm 125. Yes. Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved, but abides forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people. From this time forth and forever, for the scepter of wickedness shall not rest on the land allotted to the righteous, lest the righteous reach out their hand to iniquity. Do good, O Lord, to those who are good and to those who are upright in their hearts. And as for such as turn aside to their crooked ways, the Lord shall lead them away with the workers of iniquity. Peace be upon Israel. Amen.
Amen. Yes. And you know, this is, it, it talks about righteous, but righteous, we cannot be righteous unless we believe in Adonai Tzidkenu, the Lord who is our righteousness. He is. He's our righteousness. Adonai Tzidkenu. Exactly. exactly. So the only way for us to be righteous is to believe in Yeshua, our salvation. And then, so there is only great promises for those who follow him. Amen. All right. I mean, uh, going back to the great power competition, um, it's quite interesting, but as, as you mentioned correctly, uh, the, the state of Israel um, leans on the United States uh, for its strategic depth, if you will. Uh, it backs it, it supports it, um, and in return, the state of Israel also does U.S. bidding throughout the region. Um, and it's something that, for instance... Um, last month, there was the strike in Syria uh, in response uh, to the attacks that were committed by Qatayb Said al-Shuhada against U.S. installations, Iraqi bases housing U.S. troops and U.S. coalition forces, as well as bases or installations, in particular of the Central Intelligence Agency in Iraq using specifically unmanned aerial vehicles to target those facilities. After the United States struck uh, the uh, specific organization, which is part, of course, of Hashti Shabi, the Popular Mobilization Forces, they uh, have held a procession or a funeral that uh, was held specifically for four people in Baghdad, even though the bodies were evaporated in that explosion. And during that procession, they didn't say death to America. What did they yell? Death to America, death to Israel. Why? Because it's in the eyes Big of the Satan, Middle East. small Satan. Exactly. In the eyes of the Middle East, Israel and America are one of these same. The Palestinians in all the statements... In Arabic, in English, they won't say that. In Arabic, all the statements, they say that the state of Israel, the Jewish state, is a forward base to the colonizers, referring, of course, to Great Britain and to the United States, saying that they were the ones who planted the Jews in this land to kick us out, the Muslims who are entitled to this land, which is quite intriguing, this narrative, and... Uh, it's intriguing as the Muslims are now migrating to America and England. Indeed. <laughs> so who is colonizing? Exactly. Them? With that being said, unfortunately, it's not something we should laugh about. Uh, this is something that really, really need to pray about. And, and anyways, we'll, we'll continue and touch on this as mm-hmm. well at some point, which I think is a big factor. But biblically speaking, Israel is quite obstinate, of course, when it comes to the, the repeated term uh, that is said all over the world. Because of the Holocaust, we want to defend ourselves by ourselves, which brings Ezekiel 38 exactly. and 39 quite intriguingly to the point where we might not always be able to defend ourselves Correct. by ourselves. Correct. And that is the point where we will have to get down on our knees and proclaim mm. the name of the Lord. Yes. You know, from, from the moment Israel entered into the land... God always said, 
I do not want you to think that you enter this land because of who you are. It's not because of the greatness and the uprightness of your heart. It's not because of you. It's because of me and because of my promises to your forefathers. And also because of the evil and and, uh, horrible things that the locals here are doing that I need Mm. you to be driven out. But, But God has always had that fear that, his people will take the glory from him. Not fear, but but he saw it's coming. They take the glory from him and they take it to themselves. He wanted to avert it. Exactly. And he yeah. says, the glory is not yours. And that's why I chose you, Israel, not because you were the great. Not because you... I always tell people, if you think that God is looking for perfect people, you don't know God. Mm. It is God that perfects imperfect people. He's not looking for perfect people. And if you think that you arrived in a church that is perfect, then leave because it's not perfect anymore because you're there right now. My point is, it's important that we understand that God is true to his covenant and promises. And and, uh, that's why in Ezekiel 38, it will be God himself who intervenes and wins over the enemies of Israel. It's not going to be Israel. We will be completely paralyzed. We all know what we have. But if Israel will be attacked right now mm-hmm. by something like 50,000 rockets simultaneously, some of which might be even nuclear uh, armed, what can Iron Dome and every other thing that we have to, 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 to protect ourselves can do to not be completely uh, or severely damaged? Almost nothing. We all know that. God has to show up and he will show up he will show up in a way that everybody will know it's him he will show up supernaturally because if it's natural everybody will say yeah you know it's you know Mm. maybe we did it maybe when it's supernatural nobody can argue so he says it's going to be an earthquake it's going to be uh, stuff coming from the sky that will of course uh, destroy the enemy it's going to be epic but it's the epic thing in my eyes is that no country comes to help Israel and no Israeli military can take um, ownership over this victory, which is wonderful. We always remember, we have to remember, and one of the biggest sins of Israel throughout the Bible is that they always, always believed that it's because of them that they won. It's because of them. In fact, they think because of them, and because of how great they are, God chose them, which is exactly the opposite. God says, not because of who you are. As Jews and as Israelis, we must remember always to give God the glory and to not steal it from him. And I believe also as believers from all around the world, Gentile believers, the glory belongs to God no matter, no matter what, no matter where. And uh, we must remember when you give him the glory, you, you can enjoy seeing in action and then it's, 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 it's amazing. Look, mm. uh, Joshua, we, we read earlier in chapter 10. I mean, the sun stood still and the moon stood. I mean, come on. <laughs> we read before yes, the show Yes, we read started. before the show. But I'm, I'm just saying, yeah. you cannot tell me that uh, um, these ra- the, 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 the armies of Joshua did it. Mm. They can't. No, they needed more time. They needed Absolutely. more daylight in order so, to do what they needed to do. But there is yeah. no formula. There is no weapon they could use to stop the sun or the moon. It had to be God. God is there to, to protect Israel. We just said Shalom al Israel. It is God who is around his people from this time forth and forever.
forever. Mm. Forever is forever. That's what we just read. That is definitely what we just read. And, uh, <laughs> you know, beyond that, I, I think we can talk about, you know, the whole maneuvering and, and the various things and the fact that the moment uh, a, a barrage of, of thousands and thousands of rockets uh, would be fired towards Israel uh, in, in the next war against Lebanon and Syria, Israel is going to use so much firepower. Um, I, I really feel bad for the other side, for what they're going to experience, for the innocent, not for the enemies. Uh, let, mm -hmm. Let's differentiate between the two. Uh, because there is going to be an immediate invasion. And they're going to take over plenty of lands and uh, Hezbollah and, and all those Iranian proxy militias and such uh, who are adamant and sure that they're going to to win in that stage, they don't know what they have coming. But you know, they will always declare divine victory no matter what. Well, uh, if they don't <laughs> exist anymore, it that's will be true. hard to do. Uh, but but that's uh, a point to be made. You know, it's it's we're dealing with terrifying scenarios here. But those terrifying scenarios, they're currently being delayed for multiple reasons. The deconfliction, of course, with Russia um, kind of challenges Israel to really root out Iran from Syria. So ultimately, Iran is going to take over Syria. As it did in Iraq and as it as did in Lebanon. It is doing right now in and Lebanon even more so. And in Yemen. And uh, also in, in neighborhoods which are not Shiite. But ultimately, our guide, the word of God, the, through uh, discernment and understanding of the Holy Spirit, can guide us through this to really comprehend the challenges at hand and how to go mm. and persevere through yes. those uh, and be glad. Because if we go to Psalm 121, and we'll finish with that, it says, and I'll read it in Hebrew, and you'll read it in English, if you may. יומם השם אשלו יקקה, וירח בלילה, אדוני ישמרך מכל רע, ישמור את נפשך, אדוני ישמור צדך ובאיך, מעתה ועד עולם. Yes, I will lift up my eyes to the hills, where whence uh, come from, uh, my help. My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not, will not slumber, Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth and even forevermore this time forth and forevermore amen 
Amir, thank you so very much for driving all the way from Galilee here to Jerusalem. My pleasure. And uh, I look forward to next month again when we will hold yet another TV7 Times Observer. Thank you so much. And I'd like to thank our viewers as well. God bless you. And we will see you next time. Shalom. Thank you for joining us in another TV7 Israel podcast. For more content, visit our website at tv7israelnews.com or follow us on social media.